everybody it is november 10th tuesday november 10th we are one week to the day from the election it seems like it either happened five minutes ago or a lifetime ago depending on uh, your outlook on life but it is one week ago uh we sort of have a result kind of have a result we have a result if you like the result we don't have a result if you don't like the result that and much more on today's direct message i'm in a good mood this morning i have an absolutely packed Day today, uh, I just did an interview with the Epic Times. They came here and we shot something in studio. I'm going to be on Dana Perino right after this on Fox News. I was on OAN this morning. We got a couple other things going on. Just a lot. It's a lot and it's all good. I wake up, I've got something to do. I hope you do as well. Uh, today, the three stories that we're gonna be covering, I suspect you've heard about at least two of them already. And then the third one is just a hilarious bananas uh, media meltdown story. Uh, but first we're going to be talking about Mitch McConnell. You know, Mitch McConnell, the man looks like a turtle, but he acts like a lion. Uh, he is not going to be listening to the Democrats who are saying that you guys better be nice now because, uh, y'all lost. Um, and he is ready to go all cocaine Mitch up in here, as they say. So we'll play a little video from Mitch McConnell. We'll talk about that. Uh, then, of course, the, the big news today that really should supersede everything else, although you're not going to see much about it on mainstream media because it doesn't fit the narrative, um, is that the Department of Justice is going to probe, quote, substantial allegations of voting irregularities. This is from Attorney General Barr, and we will see what happens. As I said yesterday, Regardless if you wanted Biden to win or Trump to win, what you should want is a feeling of integrity in the system. You should want any legal recourse to take its action, to you know go to the end. And then you would want all parties, whether it's Trump or Biden, to abide by whatever the outcome is. So again, the, re the results of the election have not been certified. Technically, Joe Biden is not the president-elect. The media has said that he is. Uh, there are some interesting things coming out of Michigan and Arizona and everything. Where else? I am not trying to send you guys down a spiral of conspiracy theories. I'm just talking about what I'm seeing and unfortunately that the mainstream media isn't covering most of it. So we'll dive into that. And then third, uh, there's a video going viral right now that's absolutely hilarious from MSNBC when uh, one of their correspondents, he said some dirty words, something happened and he said some dirty words and it's, and it's just funny when these robotic people that we watch on mainstream, when you actually see that they are truly humans, or at least part humans, something like that. Uh, so we'll play that. But before we get to any of it, people, are you looking for a new protein bar that tastes like a candy bar? Well, if so, I've got just the brand for you. And I'm holding it in my hand. Built Bars, right here. They're super tasty. They come in 18 amazing flavors. My personal favorite, as you know, is the cookies and cream. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, include both nut and nut-free flavors, and are soft and easy to chew. With the holidays just around the corner, it's easy to slip up, which is why Built Bars are the perfect alternative to pie for the health-conscious guy. I can actually lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code RUBY. 
Ruben and you'll get 20% off your first order. Use promo code Ruben for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Good for bars, Built Go or Built Boost. And now back to me. All right. So let's talk about the state of politics right now. You know, I promised you when I started this show that I wasn't gonna get into the nitty gritty of every little political fight because I think that's part of the problem that we are all so obsessed with every little thing that happens politically as if every little thing that happens politically is gonna affect our lives. And a good government would be nice and tight and you could fit it in a little box, you could wrap it in a bow and you could put it aside because it wouldn't have that much power over your lives. That being said, sometimes there are stories politically that do matter and I think the the story that matters right now, well of course you've got the, the results of the election, but then we do also have what's happening with the House and the Senate. And it is important to know because, you know, when the founders set up this crazy system that we have, they gave us three branches of government and they can check each other and they can balance each other out. And that makes it so that nobody can be too powerful and we don't end up living under a king, which is a good thing, at least from where I sit. So let's take a look at this video. This is from C-SPAN. This is Mitch McConnell uh, pushing back on the idea that Republicans need to be lectured to now about civility and how to how to take a loss and, and the whole damn thing. Mitch? Now, more broadly, Mr. President, let's not have any lectures, no lectures about how the president should immediately, cheerfully accept preliminary election results from the same characters who just spent four years refusing to accept the validity of the last election and who insinuated that this one would be illegitimate too, if they lost again, only if they lost. So let's have no lectures on this subject from that contingent. In late August, Secretary Hillary Clinton said, quote, Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances. I think this is going to drag out and he will win it if we don't give an inch. That same month, Speaker Pelosi and the Democratic leader both stated, quote, President Trump needs to cheat to win. In October, when Speaker Pelosi was shopping some conspiracy theory about the Postal Service, she recklessly said, quote, listen to this, I have no doubt that the president will lie, cheat, and steal to win the election. Now, does this sound like a chorus that has any credibility whatsoever to say a few legal challenges from President Trump represents some kind of crisis? All right, people. So what did Mitch McConnell do there? What did he just do? He used quotes. He used actual quotes, things that people like Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi have said over the past couple of years about what happened last time and what's gonna happen this time. I should also add that Hillary Clinton uh, has repeatedly said in interviews over the last four years that the election was stolen from her. Okay, those are her words. So now suddenly the same people who for four years didn't accept the results of the election, let's not forget we had basically two years of a Russian collusion hoax that led to an impeachment scam. And we were told we have to believe this stuff, okay? And that we shouldn't even question whether it's true or not, we have to believe it. I wanna tell you a, a personal story in the midst of all of this because back in December when impeachment was just heating up, I did, I gave a talk one morning at, uh, at a Turning Point USA event 
And then that night, and you've probably heard me talk about this, I actually had dinner with uh, Trump Jr. David and I had dinner with Trump Jr. and Kimberly Guilfoyle at Mar-a-Lago. I know they're supposed to be big homophobes and I'm sure the place doesn't let in gay people, but okay, it was all good, we had dinner. And, and Trump, now remember, this is the middle of impeachment. It had just started taking off. You know, it was probably a week or two in, something like that. And Trump is sitting there in the room. We're one table away from Trump. And uh, Giuliani was there. A couple other people were there. He was sitting next to the first lady. And every story that day was the walls are closing in. They're coming for Trump. Paranoia in the White House. He knows he's guilty. We're going to take him out in chains. Blah, 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 blah. I was looking at Trump. He was literally eight feet away from me. He had no tie on, which is weird to see him without a tie because he's always got the tie. His hair was like the end of the day. So his hair was like a little lower than usual, kind of floppier than usual. And he was laughing up a storm. This was in the middle of the, the impeachment thing, okay? Now I mention that because the point is, it seems to me that he knew that he didn't do anything and that it was going to come out to be a scam, which is exactly what it did. That doesn't mean you have to love Trump, it just is what it is. So the point that McConnell is making is that these people, the mainstream media, the Democratic establishment, they have lied to us for years because they didn't accept the results of the election. They did everything they could to undermine the last election. Now they seemingly got what they want, and now you're not allowed to question anything, which is why CNN and the New York Times and everywhere else is just constantly telling us there's no proof of anything. Now, we don't know if there's proof of anything. There's been some interesting things that we're seeing on Twitter, right? We're seeing some evidence of something, but if you guys won't even show us that, right? If you just dismiss it, right? Tapper, Jake Tapper and Stelter and the rest of these guys, if you just dismiss it and, and ignore it instead of showing people, why don't you just debunk it? But they won't do that. They won't do that because they think it'll give it energy. But ironically, what that does, they're, they're ignoring of, of the stories that are coming out of Michigan and coming out of Pennsylvania and everywhere else, whether they're true or not, or whether they're widespread or not, or if they're enough of anything to cause a reversal of a result or anything like that, when they ignore it, the average person that sees these stories goes, wait a minute, it does seem like something here. Suddenly 10,000 votes showed up for Biden. I don't know, it seems like a little something. And they're ignoring it. So it's like, oh, well then maybe something is there because I don't trust the mainstream media. And in many ways, this election is far more about distrust in the mainstream media than, than anything else. So the last thing that I'll say on this real quick is that it's odd to see someone like Mitch McConnell who comes off as, you know, he's, he's very quiet and, you know, he's got, he actually has some health issues, which is a little bit of, of explains some of his posture and everything else. Um, but he has actually come out to be someone that seems pretty principled in this. He's not saying you don't accept the results of the election. And by the way, I haven't seen anyone say you don't accept the results of the election. Of course you say accept the results of the election, but let's call out the hypocrisy and let's let the system go through the processes so that at the end, you know what? If it turns out that the votes aren't there, I guarantee you Trump's gonna walk. But what is he gonna do? He's gonna hold up in the White House and, and the military is gonna defend him? Like, no, that's, that's not how it's gonna work. Um, but the idea that somehow we have to be nice right now and, they and they're, you know, they're reaching out and we have to be nice after what they just did, like, I'm all for reaching out. I think I've tried to do this show to build bridges and the rest of it, but we have to understand the hypocrisy when we see it. Uh, but before I get to story number two, I wanna talk to you guys about Top Resume because we just did some hiring here at the Rubin Report. Our businesses are blowing up. 
because you know what, we're doing something decent. Uh, with today's high employment rates and uncertain future, it's hard to plan ahead, yet alone look for a new job. Here at the Rubin Report, we understand that that struggle is real. And as I said, we just finished hiring a new position and realized very quickly how important it is to have a resume that stands out among the rest. When it comes to writing your own resume, there's an unlimited number of things that can go wrong and the cost of those mistakes can be a missed opportunity to secure your dream job. Top Resume is the world's premier resume writing service, writing and analyzing more than 4 million resumes and LinkedIn profiles every year. Top Resume's professional writers will create a resume that showcases your talents, achievements, experience, and career goals using keywords and skills that recruiters are seeking. Top Resume also offers a free resume critique service, including confidential, comprehensive review from trusted experts, objective feedback on how well your resume communicates your skills and expertise, and personalized recommendations on how to make your resume stronger. Go to the pros to get the job done right. Let the experts at Top Resume work with you to create a job-winning resume that gets noticed. Find out how to get your, find out how your resume stacks up. Go to topresume.com slash Ruben to get a free resume review. It's as simple as uploading your resume to their site and you'll get a free evaluation and expert advice on how to make it stronger. Top Resume is also giving my listeners 15% off their professional resume writing services. So go to topresume.com slash Ruben today for your comprehensive resume review and 15% off resume review writing services if you want to work with a pro. That's topresume.com slash Ruben. And now back to me. All right, so Attorney General Bob Barr, as they're saying on the Twitter, he's been activated. So what is happening right now? Well, the Department of Justice, and that's the department that the Attorney General is in charge of, he is now decided to do a probe to quote, check the substantial allegations of voting irregularities. So let me get you the, the exact quote because I'm a hell of a journalist apparently, even though I don't consider myself a journalist. This is Bob Barr. He said, uh, I'm sorry, this is from the Associated Press. The Trump administration threw the presidential transition into tumult on Monday. Uh, Attorney General William Barr authorizing the Justice Department to probe allegations of voter fraud and President Donald Trump firing the Pentagon chief and blocking government officials from cooperating with President-elect Joe Biden's team. Okay, so to basically unpack this, Bob Barr, you may remember the video, maybe we'll even cover this tomorrow. You know, we will cover this tomorrow. Uh, there's a video from, I think it's about two or three months ago where Bob Barr was being, uh, is it Bob Barr? It's Bill Barr. It's Bill Barr. Bill Barr? <laughs> I got built bars and I got Bill Barr. I keep calling him Bob Barr. Bill Barr. Sorry, guys. Uh, there's a video from about two months ago when Bill Barr, William Bill Barr, uh, was on CNN and he was being interviewed by Wolf Blitzer about voter fraud and voter irregularities and what he would do and how mail-in ballots are changing things and, and offer more uh, room for malfeasance and all of that. And there's a really interesting clip. It's probably about a minute or two. We'll play it tomorrow uh, so that you can actually see the clip. But he was warning that there could be fraud. And of course, there can be fraud in any election. I suspect if some of the things that we're seeing right now, we saw in some election in Eastern Europe, say Ukraine, or some election in North Africa, that we might say, oh, maybe something weird went there and the media would be running with it if, if the media didn't get the result that they wanted. So in essence, 
what Bill Barr is doing. I, who's Bob Barr? I don't know who Bob Barr is. Wasn't there, was there a Democratic politician named Bob Barr a long time ago? He kind of looked like a mouse. He had a little mustache. Can we Google Bob Barr? I think there was a guy named Bob Barr. Uh, but in any essence, in any event, Bill Barr uh, is going, Bill Barr, it's it really, Bill Barr right there. Um, they're gonna look into it. Now that doesn't mean that they're gonna do anything. And by the way, by looking into it, that would then, if you've got 70 million people who are just going, you know, something ain't quite right and we don't trust the mainstream media, well then looking into it, letting things go to the courts where then, you know, it's very hard to fake the data. I actually have talked to a couple experts on this and a couple people really in the know about elections. And what virtually everyone has said to me is, it's very, very hard to fake the data in a way that wouldn't be obvious if you're faking it. So by the Justice Department looking into these allegations, well, then they're gonna get the papers in front of them, they're gonna look at the numbers, and then they have all sort of math equations and everything else that they can look and they can see, is there something really wacky here? Like did 100,000 votes show up at 3 a.m. for one candidate and nothing for the other candidate? That would be odd. But they know what they're looking for and letting the Justice Department look at this, I think is absolutely completely fine. And then by the way, as I just said, at the end, you get to the end of it, and at the end they go, you know what? We didn't find anything, we did not find anything, or we found some things that were inconsequential, or maybe we found some stuff in one state that's not enough to change the results of the election, or whatever it is, well then you've let the process play out. But what I'm seeing right now from a lot of people, a lot of people sort of in the skeptic community, and generally people who are, who are sort of, um, I would say skeptical of power, suddenly everyone's saying, no, we can't look at anything, we can't look at anything, and that's what the mainstream media is pushing on you, and that's what Twitter will censor and everything else. So all of these things, I mean, again, all of the things that we always talk about here, they all sort of whittle into how are you as a person supposed to figure out what is true in the mix of this? And the answer to that is it is freaking difficult. It is just really difficult to do because we've got a media that ignores stuff, we've got a media that pushes stuff, and it's all dependent on, on who's in power as I talked about with the previous story. Uh, but speaking of our mainstream media, I saw this video this morning on MSNBC. This just went viral about an hour ago. And I, I said to my producer, Michael, this morning, you know, I don't, I don't wanna just drub everybody with politics today. You guys know I try not to do that in general, but I wanted to find something like a little more lighthearted or silly or offbeat or whatever. Now this is MSNBC, so it is sort of political, but I think you're gonna see why I thought this clip would be just right to end the show today. This is MSNBC, this is Craig Melvin is, uh, is interviewing uh, a reporter by the name of Ken Delanian. And uh, well, take a look. Has some new reporting on something that we talked about at the top of the hour, how the Trump administration is handling the transition with the incoming Biden team or not handling it, we should say, to a certain extent. This time, it involves our intelligence community. Uh, Ken, what have you learned, sir? Oh, shit. Fuck. Okay. I uh, think, think we lost Ken for a second. We'll try to... <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. The media just became self-aware. You see that, Ken? Ken, what have you learned about this thing that we're constantly talking about? Well, shit, <laughs> fuck. 
Um, I don't know exactly what happened there. And I'm going to, I don't know who Ken is. I've never seen Ken before, but I'm going to give Ken the benefit of the doubt that maybe something weird happened with his IFB. That's the little thing that you put in your ear so that you can actually hear the feed. Like I have it in my ear right now, not so that someone can tell me what to say or anything like that, but it's so that I can hear the clip, right? So I could hear that MSNBC clip because we can't play it through my speakers in here because I've got a microphone on and it causes reverb and a whole bunch of other things. So I'm gonna guess that maybe something happened, some weird crackling or something, uh, but there's just something sort of beautiful about like, you know, watching Craig Melvin's, you know, in effect, like, so we, we don't know what the hell's going on. Trump may acknowledge something, may not acknowledge, oh shit. Fuck, like, it's just perfect. And there's also something about, you know, I talk about this a lot, about like seeing these mainstream media people that in fact they are human. You know, you only see them in the little box, right? And they act very serious all the time. And, the, you know, they're very self-righteous and very moral and, you know, they've got their, their glasses and the rest of it. And yet the truth is that they are people, you know, but breaking news. It's like, I think that's why so many people are just tuning out of this because the, the act, we've, we've sort of seen through the act, you know what I mean? We've pulled the curtain aside and it's not the great wizard of Oz. It's just, you know, this little guy, this little nervous scientist like that. That's sort of where we're at with everything right now. So it's just, it's, you know what, let's play the clip again. Can we, can, Connor, can we get that thing going again? I, I, I need to see it one more time. I, I said I've got a busy day today, but I feel like this will set me up right. So let's throw to the clip one more time. This is Ken Delanian responding to Craig Melvin on MSNBC. Has some new reporting on something that we talked about at the top of the hour, how the Trump administration is handling the transition with the incoming Biden team or not handling it, we should say, to a certain extent. This time it involves our intelligence community. Uh, Ken, what have you learned, sir? Oh, shit. Fuck. OK, uh, I think we lost <laughs> I mean, the the way that Craig, oh, you know, okay, think we lost Ken. Poor Ken, what happened? I like this, though. Oh, shit, fuck. That should be, that should be an MSNBC show. You know what I mean? Like, right after Bad Out, you know? And then she has to, like, you know, give them the transition into oh, shit, fuck. So, you know, she's babbling to the camera. Russia, 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 Trump, Trump, Trump. Coming up next on oh, shit, fuck. We're screwed, everybody. I think that would actually be, I would watch MSNBC if that would happen. I would watch MSNBC. All right, people, I got a crazy day ahead, so I got to jump. I'm on Dana Perino in about 10 minutes on Fox News, so you can check that out. And uh, I was just on OAN this morning. We got a couple other interviews. Uh, and then we're going to be doing a live direct message from Dallas on Thursday and a couple other surprises on the way. So check it out. And as always, if you want to communicate with me directly, don't trust the big tech overlords. Join us at my locals community uh, at rubinreport.com. Have a great day, everybody. The adventure continues. We'll be back tomorrow.